Welcome to The Platform. I'm your host, Chad Balthrop, and we're doing our devotions together every Monday through Friday. We're in the book of Philippians. The theme of the book of Philippians is how to be humble and happy. And in Philippians chapter 2, we've already seen Paul's definition of Philippians. We've seen an example of what humility looks like through the death of Christ on the cross at Calvary and how in his humility, God raised him up and gave him the name which is above every name. And now, because of that sacrifice that Christ made, yesterday we were challenged with the idea that we should work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. Why? Because it's God who works in us, both to will and to do for his good pleasure. In Christ's death on the cross for us, a value was placed on our lives. And that value is worth investigating. That value is worth exploring. That value is worth investing in the things of God. And so that's what it means when when it says to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. It's that you would work out the implications of the salvation because it's God who is working in you both to will and to do for his good pleasure. And today, Paul takes this brand new step into just this very practical application of what it means to be humble in light of what Christ has done for us. It's just very where the rubber meets the road kind of practical application of what it means to be hum- humble. And so let's read Philippians chapter 2, verses 14 through 16 is what we'll read today. Philippians chapter 2, verses 14 through 16. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life, so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. That's Philippians chapter 2, verses 14 through 16. You know, a humble spirit um, can can live up to these verses. Uh, There's a difference, uh, like I said earlier in one of the previous podcasts, there's a difference between humiliation and true humility. Um, I've seen people who will try to shout about their humility by complaining about the work that they're doing. Oh, look at me. I'm I'm the one using this broom to, to, to clean up this mess. I'm the one who they always call on to fix this problem. Well, that that's not a spirit of humility. That's actually comes from a spirit of humiliation. Again, just to define that, humiliation is the idea that will you bow before the king because the king can have you killed. Well, in this particular context, no one's going to die. But out of humiliation, sometimes people jump into an act of service and they complain about it the entire time. That's not what humility does. Humility recognizes that I'm going to use who I am and what I have for the benefit of others. And therefore, because of that, in this moment, it may be the nastiest, worst job there is to do, but I'm going to do it without complaining and without disputing. Why? Well, because of what Christ did for me. And now as I do that, I can become a blameless and harmless child of God without fault in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation. He's saying, you know, everybody else acts this way. Everybody else complains like this. Everybody else, nobody else uses what they have for the benefit of others. They use it selfishly. They use it with a greedy spirit. And so as you do that, as you humble yourself and you do the work that no one else is willing to do and you do it without complaining or without disputing, you become lights that shine in the world and it becomes clear that you're holding fast to the word of life and it gives people reason to rejoice. In this particular instance, it gave Paul a reason to rejoice so that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. And either, in other words, Paul is saying that, that I've taught you what you need to know about who Christ is and what it means to be a follower of Christ and to serve him well and to represent him well out in your community. 
I'm reminded of a man that I met once named Elwin Ehu, and Elwin at one point had been a sitting Supreme Court justice for the state uh, Supreme Court of Hawaii. And at some point, Christ got a hold of his life, and the church that he attended was a portable church. They met all over the whole, all over the island in various places, and they had to set up and tear down every weekend. And as he as he came to faith in Christ, he came to faith through the testimony and the stories of people in the lives of that church. And he started attending the church, and no one knew what he did for a living. No one knew that he was a state Supreme Court justice. And so he decides that he's going to volunteer. Christ has changed his life, and now he's looking for a way to use who he is and what he has for the benefit of others. And so he volunteers and he volunteers for a team that they have that's a critical team in the life of their church, but it's just not a very fun team to be on because of when they had to set up, they would set up their church services in schools. They had to set up beginning at one o'clock in the morning on Saturday mornings. And their first job was to go in and clean the bathrooms. And so Elwin Ehu after becoming a believer in Christ with just a simple desire to use who he was and what he had for the benefit of others, he did what he knew to do. I'm going to volunteer to help. And so he volunteered for the team that had to show up in the wee hours of the morning to clean the bathrooms. He did it without murmuring or disputing, without complaining or disputing, like verse 14 says. And it's just interesting to see how incredibly God has used Elwin's life. Elwin eventually became the executive pastor of that particular church, and that church has influence that has spread well beyond the state of Hawaii. They have campuses that meet in Japan and Okinawa. They have campuses that meet in California and Oregon and Washington. They have campuses all over the islands. And it's just amazing that through the testimony of what God has done in the lives of people, That testimony has influenced people to place their faith in Jesus Christ. And part of it came because one one man who had all kinds of capacity, all kinds of ability, who had been at the highest seats of power in the state of Hawaii, willingly would say, you know what? When it's time to serve, I'm going to serve. And he did. So it makes me wonder, how's your serve today? Do you serve in humility or are you as serving as someone who is serving out of humiliation that you're complaining and disputing all of the time? Calm your heart and recognize that God takes great joy in us deciding how can we use who we are and what we have for the benefit of others. How can we do that? And how can we do that without murmuring or disputing, complaining or disputing? How can, as we do that, we become lights that shine in the world, that that shine a light on what the word of God is really all about and what it means to genuinely trust in Jesus for the forgiveness of sins and for everything that pertains to life and godliness. Let's take a moment to pray that back to our heavenly father. Father, thank you so much for men like Elwin Ehu, and thank you for his story and his testimony and his willingness to serve in any capacity in his church, more specifically in any capacity that honors you. I pray that we could learn from his example and that we could learn from the prescription of this passage of scripture, that with everything we set our hands to, that we would do it without complaining and disputing, that we would be found blameless and harmless children of God in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom we shine as lights in the world that we would hold fast to the word of life so that we could give those who are responsible for us, for those who are in authority over us, for those who we serve, that we could give them reason to rejoice in Christ, that we have not run in vain and that they have not run or labored in vain. So Father, help us to be those people. We love you and we praise you. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
Well, thank you so much for listening today. We hope you'll subscribe to this podcast so that you'll catch future episodes. And I I hope you'll like it and share it and comment on it so that you can connect with other people and help us connect with other people uh, for more devotionals and more content in the future. You can also check out our partner podcast, A Follower of One. It's available everywhere podcasts are found. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on the platform.